Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, a podcast series brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Herb Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. Impacting Jamaica shines the spotlight on the many, but often ignored, positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy. My name is Keisha Hill, and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. The NCB Foundation was formalized in 2003 as the philanthropic arm of the country's largest homegrown bank, National Commercial Bank Jamaica Limited. The NCB Foundation continues to invest in scholarships at the primary, secondary, and tertiary levels and funds various educational programs across the island. The Foundation also supports programs that develop the leadership skills in our youth and encourage active citizenship. Joining us today on Impact in Jamaica is Nadine Matthews Blair, Chief Digital and Marketing Officer for National Commercial Bank Jamaica Limited and the Chief Executive Officer of the NCB Foundation. Ms. Matthews Blair, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. And I just want to commend you on this program, Impacting Jamaica, because we definitely need to get those positive stories out there. Okay, thank you so much for those commendations. The NCB Foundation is also doing a wonderful job in Impacting Jamaica. You promote and encourage knowledge and appreciation of Jamaica's culture in all aspects for the benefit of the Jamaican public. What are the objectives? mission and core values of the NCB Foundation and how important is it for these objectives to be met? So the, the mission of the NCB Foundation is uh, NCB Foundation respects and embraces charitable causes that are relevant to the betterment of the communities we serve and leads in corporate social responsibility through strategic partnerships focused on the development of the communities. Our core values, uh, we have five. Commitment to improving the communities. Human development through learning and educational growth. Results-driven strategic partnerships and exemplary leadership in corporate social responsibility. And our mission and values remain very important because Jamaica is a wonderful place. However, we still have a lot of opportunities for improvement. We have income per capita, education levels, health and safety challenges that are not where we would want them to be. And so until Jamaica is a place where all of us can thrive, live, work, um, be happy, then the work of the NCB Foundation will continue. Okay, you mentioned that the NCB Foundation is working towards a place where Jamaicans can thrive, live, work, and be happy. So basically, you embrace the development and the betterment of Jamaica and our nation's people. What are the areas of focus that impacts Jamaicans in a meaningful way? What are your areas that you focus on in terms of assisting Jamaicans? The NCB Foundation has traditionally focused on three areas of remit. Education, youth leadership and entrepreneurship, and community development. 
What we are known for and what is our true passion is education. When we look back at our investments since inception, over 60% has been allocated in the space of education alone. And that is because our chairman has always had this dream that every child in Jamaica would have access to a tertiary level education. So one of our first programs was one, uh, our CSEC, our CXC, now CSEC bursary program, where because the minimum entry to university was six subjects and the government at the time sponsored four, then we sponsored two so that children could meet that minimum standard to access tertiary level education. In recent times, we have doubled down on education, specifically digital education, and that is because of where the world has gone. Before even the pandemic in 2016, we had started to make a shift towards digital education, certainly since the pandemic that has continued. But those have been our traditional areas of remit with education being our real passion. So education is your flagship there for NCB Foundation. You mentioned 60% of your foundation is channeled through education. We're going to just dive just a little bit and we're going to speak about how your projects are reviewed and what are some of the general criteria for eligibility should persons want assistance from the foundation and we're going to look at the four key areas again uh, starting with the youth leadership since you've already mentioned education okay our we support projects and we support individuals. In terms of the criteria for projects, we look at the extent to which they're aligned with our areas of focus. Uh, so as an example, we, we make little donations in the area of health because it's not a specific remit. That said, when there are matters of national importance, so as we saw with COVID, the vaccination effort to help citizens, uh, we stepped up in a major way and have contributed close to $100 million across the various efforts. But on a day-to-day basis, programs that are not specifically aligned with our areas of remit would not meet the criteria for donation. We also look at the number of persons that are benefiting from the program, the project's likelihood of success. So things like, is it organized properly? Is there a sufficient timeline for execution? Are the resources adequate? Does this person have experience in pulling together a program like this? Mm-hmm. On the individual side, most of our requests are for educational assistance. And for our scholarships, we look at the GPA, the academic performance of the students, but we also look at their level of community service. So we want to make sure we're supporting persons who are passionate about giving back to Jamaica. Given that we won't be able to offer scholarships to every Jamaican, it's our belief that if we help one student, for every student that we'll help, they'll likely help four or five people, whether it be their family or friends. So we select persons who are uh, community-oriented. We also look at need. So 
the persons who we support must have a financial need. And for our signature scholarship and grants program, we do ask applicants to complete a short essay. All right, wonderful. So it's not that hard if you really put your shoulder to the wheel and no. have all the necessary information ready so That's you can right. benefit from the foundation. What are the funding approval limits? I'm sure you have limits where projects are concerned. Do you have different levels? We do have different levels. Those are internal though. So uh, we have limits where they're within my approval limit, then it needs to go to an approvals committee, and then some over a certain threshold, it needs to go to our board of directors. Um, and, and it's the same thing on the back side. It Depending on the amount, there are different tiers of persons that need to approve and that's just a part of our governance framework to make sure that the organization's resources are being allocated properly. Uh, the foundation, I should have mentioned, is funded by the bank's profit. So we receive 1% of the prior year's profits of the NCB financial group. So whenever the organization performs, then we're able to have a bigger budget for the NCB foundation and to do more. And so that means that all of our customers who are doing business with NCB, each of you are actually contributing to the NCB Foundation and playing a part in building a better Jamaica. Okay, how long does it take for projects to be approved? And how does the foundation ensure accountability on the part of the recipient? Great question. The majority of projects are approved within a week. However, large projects where we need the approval of our board will take longer. So that will be, you know, in the neighborhood of four to six weeks, unless there's an extraordinary circumstance where we're not able to get all our follow-up questions answered by the person or persons or institution requesting funding. Our application process is digitized, which helps in terms of the speed of response. So persons seeking funding will go to our our website, www.myncb.com. Right under our corporate social responsibility section are the links that you can click on, fill in the form that comes straight to us internally. And our, our entire approval system is digitized. Okay, fabulous. So even with, with this pandemic, you don't need to visit the branch? Or... No, and, and we're encouraging persons not to visit the branch to submit their request because it's actually faster if they submit it online because if they submit it to the branch, then the branch has to actually now send it to head office in oh. the mail, right, in a bag. And then we're working remotely at NCB. So there's no one here to physically get that mail every day. So you can see that can take, take that can that will take longer. Okay. Okay, so the NCB Foundation Scholarship and Grant Program commenced in 2008 and have extended financial assistance to students studying at the primary to tertiary levels at local accredited institutions. And based on our research, over $735 million has been invested in scholarship and grants to Jamaican students to date. 
why are your tertiary scholarships and grants primarily focused on areas of technology? And we have a long list here, software development, computer science, data science, you name it. Once you're in that area, you can check with the NCB Foundation. No problem. So our focus, our specialized focus in digital areas really started this year, Keisha. Mm -hmm. And beginning in 2016, we recognized that our society, in order to be able to compete in the fourth industrial revolution, needed a greater percentage of our population having digital skills. Uh, So we would have started our ICON scholarship back in 2016, where we offered scholarships for what people what we like to call non-traditional careers in Jamaica, but these careers are very important. So your computer scientists, your animators, uh, your digital media production uh, person. And, you know, we still see many of our students wanting to pursue medicine and law. And those are fabulous and exciting careers. I would say even in those careers, there is a need for an appreciation of tech and digital. If we think about law, everything around cybersecurity and protecting yourself in the digital space is a new area of law that we need to be familiar with. And certainly in medicine, the new tools to Um, get better diagnostic results requires comfort with digital technology. Um, But in in, in 2020, we would have, or 2018 rather, it goes back, we started a a conversation and a strategic planning process about being a lot more intentional about supporting digital, what we call digital producers. So those are individuals who produce uh, digital content, um, software solutions that help to make uh, life better, if I'm I'm just going to be um, very simple about it. And uh, the pandemic has made it clear why we need that. Companies locally are trying to go digital, including NCB. And while we have a lot of raw talent and creativity and ingenuity in Jamaica, We are hard-pressed to find enough software engineers and UX designers and data scientists to support even our own needs. So as we think about as a country becoming digital, and it's very important that we not shy away from this process because when I look, for instance, at a country like Estonia, Estonia is a country with 1.3 million people. They emerged from Soviet occupation in the early 90s and they were destitute. However, their their leader at the time made a bet on technology and uh, fast forward to today Estonia is a society where 98% or more of the population has their um, national unique identifier um, the equivalent of NIDS they can access pretty much any service online including voting and they have grown a lot as a society in terms of their economic output because of that investment. They start teaching computer science in grade two. So they've grown from a GDP standpoint, but their level of corruption has actually also come down because digital has also forced them to be more transparent. So 
I see that as the way that we must go in terms of Jamaica because digital gives us an opportunity to leapfrog and and start to uh, transcend our what people like to call a developing market status. And so this push is about supporting that. The Prime Minister has spoken about becoming a society of digital producers. Two of the billion dollar companies in the world, Skype and TransferWise, came out of Estonia. A company with a country rather with 1.3 million people so imagine what Jamaica can do so basically the NCB foundation is passionate about ensuring that Jamaica's youth are prepared to participate in the future of work that's right and are in a position to become the global tech entrepreneurs of the future that's right oh fabulous you said it perfectly (laughs) (laughs) right with all that being said you've given out over 224 scholarships i mean 6,000 grants been awarded since your inception what has been the impact of the scholarship program on the recipients so our recipients are all contributing, positive contributing members of Jamaican society. Mm-hmm. And we find that even those that migrate still give back. Each one has positively impacted their families and their own communities. So that 6,000, I would say, easily has positively impacted another 25,000. Or more. Or more. And, and that's just the scholarships. If we include our CSEC bursaries, we've impacted um, well over 200,000 Jamaican students over the course of, over the lifetime of the program. Uh, what I, I would say that what education means to us in summer, because it's very hard for foundations to choose because there's so much need. Why education? I'll go back to the proverb, Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. And I would extend that to say teach a man to fish and then teach a man to learn because society is changing so rapidly that anything you learn, I mean, I have some books from business school and they're gathering dust because the truth is many of the concepts have changed. And so we the, there's a quote that talks about the future belongs to not the person who's has all these fancy degrees and PhDs. It really belongs to the person who can learn, unlearn, and relearn. And that is a difficult part for most humans, the unlearning of things that we've spent so much time, time. studying and we've <laughs> invested in. But if you're able to adapt, and, and if, we, if we look at exceptional athletes, one of the things that they do well, you know, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Shelly Ann Frazier, they had to go back to the drawing board for a part of their technique. They broke themselves down. They unlearned the way that made them so successful to learn a new way to make them even more successful. So what are the different areas for scholarship application and how can persons apply? We have our scholarship 
program, which are for persons who are pursuing their tertiary degrees at a number of universities. One of the things that we're proud of is, in addition to UE and UTEC, we support pretty much all the tertiary institutions, Edna Manley, Montego Bay Community Center, Community College, UCC. And so we've identified the, the special, the specific areas of study that we're willing to support at each of these universities and uh, persons can apply by visiting myncb.com. So everything is on the NCB Everything website. is on the MCB website. In addition to our scholarship, a big part of our philosophy is that someone should not have to attain a tertiary level degree in order to learn and earn and improve themselves. So a big part of our push in this digital world is providing upskilling to persons who may not have the resources to access a tertiary level degree, but if they learn a skill and learn how to use digital tools, they can still earn some income, become an entrepreneur even. So in 2020, with with the onset of the pandemic, we launched our Level Up Grants program. We launched our Level Up Grants program. And that program was focused on Jamaicans who had become unemployed due to the pandemic. And we offered them grants for short-term courses in digital areas, and, uh, you know, so online transcription, there are these platforms like Fiverr. NTB also has a freelance platform where you can offer your services uh, both locally and, and overseas. And so just by offering those short-term course grants, we saw the, the persons earn uh, a cumulative 100000 U.S. dollars over a very short period of time. And so we're doubling down also on digital upskilling for persons that don't yet have the opportunity to pursue tertiary. Not that we don't want them to, but if you're in a vulnerable situation, you're barely making it through secondary, we want to offer an option. Um, so we have our ICON program, our ICON lab, which was launched at Target's Vulnerable Youth and provides them with digital uh, courses, entrepreneurial courses. We've recently partnered with Hart and Amber on their coding academy and their coding pilot in primary schools mm-hmm. so that those skills can start to be developed at a younger level. And of course, we've relaunched our second annual Level Up Grants program for persons who are, you know, don't have access to a tertiary education or who are unemployed, who are who want to upskill, who want to level up. So basically, the NCB Foundation is not just focusing on persons who are qualified for tertiary education, but for those who might be finding it difficult, they can actually acquire a skill. Exactly. Oh, that's fabulous. Now, how important is the work of the foundation in transforming the lives of Jamaicans? I see where the focus is on technology. I see where you you have all these programs, the Level Up program, the Grand program, the Icon program, and I see where you're really trying to transform. Is this all of these uh, initiatives island-wide or centered in one specific area? They're island-wide, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and that's the beauty of digital because it can be island anywhere because anywhere uh, we see it transforming Jamaica in in multiple ways so one there is the readiness of the workforce for the future of work because the the world is changing so whether you decide to stay in Jamaica or migrate there are certain base digital skills that you need to participate in the the future and and I shouldn't say future but the current workplace because the current workplace has changed the, the schools have changed everything is online that's right every everything is online and but the other part of it is in relation to us being able to develop the digital solutions to become a more productive society. So again, if we go back to the Estonian example, the fact that they can fill prescriptions, uh, vote, they offer digital residency to persons that are not of Estonian origin, all of those solutions have to be developed by software engineers. They launched Skype, which is a global solution. Uh, so what still being used? Skype is has a lot of competition now. <laughs> Skype has a lot of competition now, but it, it did become an, one of those billion-dollar valuation companies. And if we are able to develop in Jamaica, and I am so confident that we can because... Anything we put our minds to, I mean, like when, when you think about Jamaicans <laughs> doing bobsledding and gymnastics, like when, so, so, we so, need to have something in technology. Yes, tangible. Exactly. Tans- the, the, That's right. The, for Jamaicans. So the beauty of digital is that you can stay. You don't have to be. An American or a, a British person. <laughs> You're right. And, and so I fully believe that provided with the right training mm-hmm. and, and tools that we too can launch the next Googles and Amazons and because we have the creativity but already. You, but you do have Jamaicans that are creating apps that are... That's right. right. That's right. Absolutely. But you want something that stands out like Yes. You know, the wow factor. Yes. And, <laughs> and and we we will get there. Okay, fabulous. I we are really impressed with the work that the NCB Foundation is doing in Jamaica, especially in the field of information technology and having so many persons benefit from being included and being a part of this program. 224 scholarships is quite a lot and it is very important that being the country's largest homegrown bank that the foundation will be giving back so much on a large scale to our Jamaican community. Miss Mathis Blair, thank you so much for joining us on Impact in Jamaica and we hope that the team at the NCB Foundation will continue to impact Jamaica. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me, Keisha. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And and yes, I mean, together, everyone achieves more. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Harib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage 
send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.